This is Mike Wall. Welcome back to another episode of the Agent Revolution podcast presented by Mike Wall Live, the place where we deconstruct the biggest challenges facing today's real estate agents so that they can build a sustainable, profitable, but most of all, fulfilling real estate business. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Mr. David Tam. We are answering the question, is SEO still relevant for real estate websites? But before we do that, don't forget you can jump over to Mike Wall Live. Right now, we have eight hours worth of absolutely free real estate business training. So make sure you go check that out. Mr. Tam, are you ready to go, my man? Let's do it. Thanks for having me. Let's do it, baby. We were getting a little amped up before the show started, man. I was doing a little screaming. David was asking me, are, uh, you, you were asking me, are we live, man? Are we live? And I'm like, no, we're not live. But I wouldn't put it past me. I've done it before. I, I do scream kind of out of nowhere. Love and it. so that's just part of the people have actually asked, do you have Tourette's, man? And I'm like, no, no, I definitely don't have Tourette's. I just I, I just I don't know. I, I I just have energy, you know, that wants to burst and get out sometimes. And so I have to do that every now and then. But anyway, David, um, real quick, man, before we get started, let's go into a little bit of your background. Obviously, I know you a little bit better than the audience does, sure. but help catch everybody up to speed. Yeah, love it. Uh, so. We come from real estate, okay, we, my brother and I, right? And uh, we were the founding members of Firepoint Solutions. So I don't know, top five real estate CRMs in the US, um, multinational now. Uh, before that, I was uh, an aviator in the United States Air Force. I was a combat aviator officer. And then before that, uh, was a bartender, right? Kind of irrelevant. Um, since Firepoint Solutions, we started a consulting firm called Cast Services, right? Where we do a lot of doctoral level research in the real estate space and tangent industries to really try and drag the real estate industry out of the dark ages, kicking and screaming with data and science. Because <laughs> as I know, right? <laughs> as we know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of garbage out there, right? Yeah. And, and, and misspeak and bad data and bad science. And we're really trying to equip the agents, the teams uh, to better deal with today's topography of, of the market that you're in. And it's a scary one right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we come from uh, you know corporate America, business education and acumen and entrepreneurs who've done several startups. So that's a little bit on me. I've got a little Corgi named Lola running around here somewhere. So you'll probably hear her bark. <laughs> I hope you do, man. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the Agent Revolution podcast unless we had some sort of technological uh, problem or a dog bark or a lawnmower or a baby crying, something like that. Something's gotta happen for it to be real, right? <laughs> Love it, but, man. You know, this is an interesting topic because, and you and I, we've been talking for a few weeks now, and I was fortunate enough to run across you and. Uh, we share a, a common friend in Mr. Eric Hatch, who you had a presentation for a few weeks back. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot's starting to come out right now. And today's today's uh, topic uh, is, 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 is SEO still relevant in the real estate space today, right? And, yeah. and again, back before we started the show this afternoon, it was that you and I were talking, it was, you know, there was this big gold rush years and years ago, right? And and I remember this is probably what back in early two thousands, right? There was a gold rush for you know creating your presence on on the web, and and then what happened over time is you know all the big money came in, right? The people that were generating you know VC money of millions and millions of dollars, and Zillow was getting a lot of it, Realtor.com, right? And, and what they were doing is they were they were trying to attract the, the buyer traffic, right? That was the easiest traffic to attract because essentially what you did is you create uh, an IDX feed, you start showing them properties and you know they start looking at properties and they register on your website and okay, now you have a lead, right? This is a buyer lead right. and we can sell these leads. We can sell them over and over and over again, make lots of money to different people. And I think what happened over time is, you know, um, people just got lazy, right? People just got lazy when, when, when you know, before you could you could create your own IDX feed, you could go get your own buyer leads, and over time people just they couldn't compete anymore. Right? They either didn't have the resources or energy to do it, and so ultimately they sold out to Zillow, right, or Realtor.com, started buying leads, and 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 it kind of went away in in as it relates to the the buyer side of the business. And you know, you said when when we talked, there's a really big opportunity right now, and it may not be where you think, and. And what we started talking about is people, while Zillow and Realtor.com and some of these other sites, and, and, and you know, granted, a lot of the boom towns and Commissions Inks, and they're still going after buyer traffic. But what's being neglected right now is the seller traffic, right? This is a really big opportunity in our space right now. And it will be moving forward as 
you know, people start to um, eat their young over the buyer traffic. So it's created this huge opportunity right now, especially for agents to localize and really double down on generating seller traffic. And that's where you and I kind of connected because you're doing some work for us right now where you've evaluated our website and we're going to talk more about this. But really what, what we're doing right now is we're evaluating our web presence, our website, because we're, I think we're going to, we're going to go that route. I think we're going to, we're, we're, we're kind of going to pivot, right? We, we are, we're generating buyer traffic, but we want to generate, we want to be able to build a website that's going to, that's going to draw in that, that, that seller traffic. And there's so much that goes into this and that's what we're going to dig into here. But before I say anything and make myself look stupid, is that about right? Yeah, it is. And it, and it really, when you boil it down, it, it has to do with consumer behavior and what the consumer is actually looking for. And then marrying that up with your actual digital and web presence and marketing. And there's this huge void. You're absolutely right. I looked at it as like the industrial revolution. Again, there is an opportunity that comes around every 20 to 25 years that we're in the very middle of right now. And 99% of the real estate professionals I talk to have no idea what's going on. The other 1% are killing it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I want to, I want to, Mike, show you kind of how the sausage is made, the data behind the why, right? We are a data-driven research company. We have a bunch of data science PhDs on staff. That's what we believe in, right? Because data doesn't lie. So yeah, you nailed it, man. You ready to dive in? Let's go ahead and dive right in, man. And, and um, I, I think, you know, for those of you who are listening, uh, we'll create some video content. You know, obviously right. for those of you who are who want to who want to go back online and actually see what David's showing us? But let's go ahead and dive into what you brought today, and and uh, you know we can take any questions in the comments section over here on the right hand side too as well. Okay, beautiful. So what I'm going to do is just do an application window share of the presentation, and I'm going to talk through this. Uh, you know what I mean? So the listeners that aren't seeing the visual representation will have an understanding of where we're going. Okay, so can you see my screen? Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay, perfect. Not yet. Uh, uh, here we go. Got it. All right. And yep. we're up. So, so really what we're talking about is real estate marketing for 2021 and beyond with a heavy, heavy emphasis on SEO. Is it still germane in today's market and why? And you nailed it. I think everybody got a little frustrated with that gold rush to the buyer lead traffic and everybody thought that, oh, great, I'm going to have an MLS feed and search, search homes in XYZ geographic region and that's going to work. Well, it did for a while. But, but the consumer got numb to that and it became incredibly hard to rank on page one, two, and three for buyer focused right. terms, right? So what we did is we stepped back a little and said, well, what is the consumer actually looking for? And what we found is, is pretty incredible. What we found is 75% across 15,000 data points that we analyzed, search traffic behavior, 75% of that traffic, right, of people looking to buy or browse homes they're not trying to find you, Mr. or Mr. Agent. They're, 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 trying to find, they're trying to find the Zillow, the Trulia, the Realtor.com, the billion dollar brands that are on page one. Okay? Right. So what we also found is 80% of the traffic looking to sell their homes are trying to find you. But guess what? They can't because you've given them a 100% buyer-focused website with Browse, MLS, and XYZ, and you're not even showing up for seller-focused terms on the first 10 pages. So you're missing it on both turns, which is a huge opportunity in disguise, okay? So let me explain that a little bit more. Back in, uh, gosh, it's almost five months ago-ish, don't hold me to that, uh, was a big algorithm change, okay? And there's a lot of reasons that Google will change their algorithm, right? And it's usually this avalanche effect of all the snowpack finally ends up and they're gonna spend the time and money to retool the entire algorithm. During that interim period, they're making small changes to the algorithm, right? And I, I didn't work directly for Google, but I worked on a project at Google uh, at their headquarters that I can't really talk about, but it had to do a lot with search behavior in the real estate space, okay? So I have a fairly good understanding of what the algorithm does and why, all right? So what's really interesting about this slide, and for anybody that's listening, is that about half of your actual SEO, your organic ranking and the traffic coming to your site, has to do with your off-site links and social and then up here, your infrastructure and on-site performance, okay? So they don't care as much about you producing a bunch of blogs over and over, you're essentially retooling the language, crossing your fingers that you're gonna rank on page. There's other tools now that are extremely effective in the SEO space, especially in real estate SEO, because it's all hyper-local, right? We're dealing with a very finite geographic region, okay? I'm not doing a national campaign, right? So there's some things that we can do 
to get people ranking higher up, right? For terms like top real estate agent in your geographic region, sell home fast in your geographic region. You know, you could be on page one in the first six months. It's possible, okay? So as we come down here, this is just one example, right? You mentioned Eric Hatch, yes, common friend, the man, the missile legend. Um, we were up on stage at, at his summit, um, fortunate enough to talk about this topic. And we were doing, playing around with uh, his website. He was kind of our guinea pig. <laughs> he was gracious enough to let us be. And, and what we did is say, that, you know, Eric, what do you care about? You know, what do you care about as far as the, the top 20 or 25 keywords, right, to generate your type of traffic? Not just random buyer leads, but seller leads, top agent leads, that kind of stuff. And so we, we started an SEO program for him, ran it for eight days, and we saw – 700 rank spot increases across all 24 keywords in that period of time, just over a week, right? And this is using artificial intelligence. There's a little bit of machine learning in there and basic ground game for SEO, but focusing on a completely different target, right? Because if you asked your entire listening audience, Mike, how many, how many of you have a seller focused site with a strong value proposition and call to action? How many people do you think would say us out of your listener base? Do you know? Yeah, probably less than 10%. Less than 10%. That, that, that's pretty accurate. I find it's typically around 5% or less, yeah. right, of the people I talk. And we're not talking just single agents. We're talking mega brokerages and teams with over 100 agents yeah. are completely missing the target because they're under the assumption that the consumer wants to just browse an MLS and somehow that's going to get them a high-quality lead. It's not, yeah. right? And we can prove it, right? So when we're talking about where the market's going, um, this is super important because website conversion elements are one of the biggest sources of leads. So when you're looking at your own website, pull up your website, okay? And take a look and say, do I have a clickable phone number above the fold? This is a huge source of traffic and potential leads, right? Because people want to hit the easy button. If they're on the road or at a red light, they don't want to sit there and hunt for a contact page and then a phone number in your footer, right? Which a lot of the canned websites have. Have a big, bold, clickable phone number above the fold. And what I mean by above the fold is what loads on screen before you have to scroll, right? Let them hit the easy button, okay? Um, do you have a unique value proposition? Mike, I can sell your home is not a value proposition. <laughs> or browse homes and XYZ. What? Why not? It's not a value proposition. But you'd be shocked if you go to, I, I bet if we went to 50% of your entire listener base right now and looked at every single one of their websites, their quote unquote UVP, unique value proposition is search homes in or sell home faster. Right. Which is what every other real estate agent in the entire United States can do. Right. That's the opposite of unique. So I would implore your listener base to say, to do some soul searching. What is unique about us? How many transactions have we fielded? How big is our team? How much money do we spend on marketing? Do we, you know, are we selling for above average price point? What's our average clear close? Get that stuff on your website and show off the fact that you're different and better. Otherwise, you're just fading into the background, left scratching your head. Why am I not converting more leads? Right. Um, I look at the seller call to action as well. So the UVP and the CTA, those terms are sometimes erroneously used interchangeably. I'm not going to spend too much time on that, but having a call to action uh, it's, in addition to a value proposition, we also see a huge lift in leads, right? So when we're talking conversion rate, right, organic traffic to conversion rate, anywhere from 0.5% all the way up to 5%, those are standards. You should be somewhere in that bell curve converting leads, right? And what a lot of real estate professionals don't realize is your website's an actual revenue stream. Like it should be honored as such. You should know how much traffic is coming to your website. You should know how many leads are converting from your website. You should know how much GCI those leads are generating so you have an ROI figure from your website, right? Where a lot of us, it's, well, I got a website and it's what was given to me and I guess it's good enough, right? Wrong, wrong. Because the entire topography of the real estate market is changing. We know what's happening with the, I won't say their name out loud, but the Z word, right? of what's happening with the lead flow there, the number of agents that are being cut off, right? They have their own independent agents now. So where are those 63,000 or 70,000 people gonna be going for leads over the next 36 months? Yeah, They're gonna be going to Facebook, they're going to be going to Google, which is going to cause an increase in your cost per lead across the board. So this is one of the few tools that can position you organically and have your website convert leads at a high level. David, I have a quick question for you, man, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but let me let me ask you this: Is 
Is is this part and parcel due to the fact that a lot of there's a shift right now, right? The shift is, you know, there's a the millennials are becoming the majority party of home buyers, right? That that's what's going on right now. While you know what happened is, you know, we had the boomers, right, and and you know they did things a certain way, and then we have you know my generation, which is a very small generation, which is Generation X, and then and then we have you know you know Y, and then the millennials or whatever, but. Is there a shift going on right now in that the millennials are really pushing this? It's a big part of it, but we're seeing this shift across non-millennial intensive dense markets like okay. Florida, right? Where it's a lot of senior citizens, Correct. Stuff, right? So the X it's in general, the consumer behavior expectation is I want a fast website that gives me what I want now with the ability to hit the easy button and call or put in my information above the fold without having to fiddle around and scroll and hope your site loads in under five seconds, sure. the second or a third page, right? That's just modern marketing and married with psychology, right? And that's, that's what marketing is. It's the intersection of psychology and business expertise and acumen. That's where- And, imp and impatience. Well, impatience, but I mean, that's what, they're, that's what you're used to. That's what's been conditioned. Not yeah. only that though, but what, what the Z word and all the other billion dollar firms have conditioned consumers into doing is not being able to find independent agents, teams, and brokerages websites on page one. So when they go to browse for homes, they're going there. They're not going to you. Unless they're already in your pond and you know, you've got them on a nurture program, well, you don't care about them anyway from a lead conversion point because they're already in your database, right? Right. So the opportunity is when you're talking about entities that have billions of dollars, they don't have the tactical expertise like you do in your market. And that's where you can shine. You can beat them organically in search terms on that are seller focused all day long. Sure. All day long, right? Because you have the ability to show them the value proposition of your expertise in that granular market and target keywords, long tail keywords. You know, high-end luxury golf court homes in XYZ geographic region. Do you think that those billion-dollar firms are going to be doing high-level SEO for those tactical terms? No. That's how you can beat them. Okay? And we, Mike, we wrote the book on it. Like, if you go to our website, cast.services, we wrote the book on real estate-based SEO. Sure. And how to beat them, you know, on the ground game. Okay? Yep. Does that answer your question? Yep. Sweet. So, why? Right? Like, why is this happening? And to answer your question even further... We we perform doctoral level research. We've got white papers. We publish ebooks. But this is how the sausage is made. What we found is that seller focused websites with all of the conversion elements that I already talked about convert typically six hundred and ninety percent better than one hundred percent buyer focused websites. Those numbers are earth shattering. Okay, let's talk about Eric Hatch again. We retooled his website from his original version to a better version, and his lead flow increased by 1,200%. I'm talking organic lead flow. Correct. I'm not talking paid the Z word or PPC or Facebook. These are just coming to you. It's a revenue stream, right? Right. So let me back that up even further. What, and, and the reason for all of this happened years ago. We had, we had somebody come to us and say, my website's getting us, you know, three, maybe five organic leads a month. Love those leads because organic leads, they're hand raisers, right? They came to my website. They found me on their own volition for their own search terms. Right. Put in their information and asked for help. So how do I get more of those, right? And we were like, well, can we essentially have carte blanche to do anything we want? And he said, yeah, sure. Can't make it worse, right? <laughs> and so what we did is we did a lot of consumer research and we figured, oh, wow, there's a lot of seller-focused terms for independence, right? The use and the me's. And so we, we changed his website to 100% seller focus. Overnight, his lead flow increased 600%. Overnight. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah. Right? So I implore you, experiment with this stuff. And I, I think a lot of your listeners are probably like, well, I got a CRM based and this is based site. And that's not a knock on them, right? I'm CRM agnostic. Listen, I'm the same way, man. I, I promise you, a lot of people are really missing the boat on this. But also, it's a huge opportunity as well. Right. And I'm not saying you have to go all the way 100% seller focused. Go blend. Go 50-50. Give it on my option. Browse homes in the MLS or, hey, here's my seller value propositions with my three different seller programs, right? Yeah. So that they're not forced into, well, this is just another CRM site. 
that's buyer focused, which is 99.9% .9 of them out there right now. Sure. So that's why it works. And again, we're getting this information away for free because we want people to change, to be able to keep up, right? And if you do go to our website, you'll realize that we're in a fist fight right now with billion dollar entities that are looking to eat your lunch, okay? And the people that are able to adapt and ingrain some of this, you know, some of this research and actually make impactful change, they're the ones that are gonna be around in 10 years. The ones that are, probably aren't. Yeah. You know, not to be the harbinger of doom or anything, but data doesn't lie. <laughs> right. uh, so again, this is just uh, case studies. What we found that from an SEO perspective, search engine optimization is that you have the ability to get massive rank increases on seller focused terms and top agent terms, regardless of where you are in the country, regardless of the size of your team or brokerage. And what I wanted to do is show you an example of somebody with a massive, massive team versus somebody with a really, really small team and show you how the needle has moved over the last 60 days, all right? Okay, cool. so this is, well, it was today data. It's now about 20 days old. But remember that first slide we showed? This is now after about five weeks, same terms. This is where we ranked before ever doing SEO. After just under five weeks, this is where we rank now. All of these, page one. All of these, page two, okay? This is for big terms, first time home buyers, selling, fast cash, top realtor, 1,112 rank spot jumps across 24 keywords in under five weeks. That's huge, man. This is, this is game-changing technology. Yeah. You can couple up a little bit of AI and machine learning with SEO expertise in the real estate space. It's, a, it's kind of a perfect storm, and it yeah. works, right? Um, and then this is, but as you know, Eric Hatchy is a juggernaut. I mean, love the guy to death. He is, he's got a really big real estate enterprise up there. So right. let's look at somebody that doesn't. So Boise, Idaho, um, they've got, I, I, it's somewhere in the range of 1400 to 1600 real estate agents in total in that city, right? But Boise proper and the outlying, you know, areas, um, it's, I, I believe it's the fifth fastest growing city in the United States. It's booming, right? Tech is moving there, land is still cheap. It's a huge hub. And so we took on a client, uh, Jen Weiss, right? Who, she said, listen, wait, I have a team of three. I needed to start doing something to get on the board. And so we said, well, you wanna play around with artificial intelligence? And obviously she said yes. And so what we did is we just said, well, what do you care about? You know, as far as sell home fast, top real estate agent. And within, gosh, what is this, five weeks? She's now on page, she's on page two. She just jumped in front of, 1500 real estate agents in a month. Yeah. Page two for top, right? So, so that's what SEO is not dead. It's right. very alive. It's very much vibrant, but it's being revived with other technology. Yeah. And that's where it becomes really, really special. Okay. And so, I want people to understand too, um, like we, we've been, I think we've been, um, we've just been chasing the buyer traffic for so long. And, you know, and, and essentially we're like puppets being dangled from, you know, a string. Um, we, w the more control they take over the, the buyer leads, the more they control, you know, our actions and how much they can dictate, you know, how much ultimately at the end of the day we're able to put in our pockets. But if we shift, if we pivot, not to say, hey, you know, you know, reduce your budget to zero, you know, on buyer leads, because that's definitely not the answer either. It's, it's start to make the shift now, right? It's evaluate now. It's you, you, you told me a story and this still resonates with me today. You talked to a guy and this was one on our initial phone call yeah. that just got the news about the big Z, right? Mm -hmm. And he was literally going to lose his business over like the next six month period based yep. on the news he had got from the big Z, right? And so really what I'm saying right now is, is most of us aren't in that position, or at least we don't know it yet, right? Okay. Um, but also it's it's time to be preemptive, right? It's time to start doing something a little bit different. It's time to get ahead of your competition because they're not thinking this way. They're gonna continue to chase the buyer business. And if you all see this before it happens, you're gonna be that much further ahead of your competition when the shift does come, or maybe it's already happening. Absolutely. So let's, let's peel back the layers of that onion a little bit more because so everybody knows what's happening with uh, the flex program, all that kind of stuff where it's, it's 35% on a tail end, but you get the lead for free. Yeah. So when, when we look at 
when we look at a P&L or the top line and bottom line of a real estate enterprise, what we're looking at is LTV, the lifetime value of a client, not how much did I get, how much did I pay for a lead and then how much did I get from that single commission transaction, right? That's how short-sighted real estate professionals look at it. But you gotta realize that those other entities, they don't care about the next two years or five years or 10 years. They're looking at a 25 to 30 year return, okay? So if they can gobble up market share and validate you, wean you all the way back to the lowest possible commission and, and then make a profit on year 35, they're good, right? Because what did they take in? $980 million this year alone in VC capital, right? Okay, so what we're looking at here is if you can own that relationship, you then capture the lifetime value, the LTV of the next five to seven transactions. Mm -hmm. That's how you're gonna stay alive. And then eventually you're gonna be on page one, two, and three for all the terms that you care about. You never have to pay for a lead again. That's where I wanna position every listener of this podcast, right? So you don't have to depend on those lead sources, especially as those seismic waves from the billion dollar firms start to permeate Google and Facebook and all the other lead sources that you're currently paying for, scratching the lottery ticket, hoping you get a good one. Stop. Start investing in your business, in your digital presence, and the lifetime value of your relationships. Right. And you're absolutely right. It was it was a friend of ours who who got changed over to the new model and was not operating at a, a 35% profit margin or above and was depending on those certain lead sources and they don't have enough money to keep the lights on. Yeah. Do you think they care? No, no. They're just trying to squeeze everybody and get as much revenue as they can as quick as they can. That's what they care about, right? So as we kind of pivot today, what I'd like to show is briefly, this is, we went through a web audit, you and I, uh, on your website, right, Mike? Yeah. Right, and, so, and we talked about what was wrong with your site. I'm not gonna show that here, <laughs> right? Obviously, Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do have is, a, a, a scrubbed one to show the general architecture. And what I want to do is just walk through a couple of those high points, uh, a big, big takeaways of how to calculate the ROI, the ROI equation of your website, talk about feedback cultivation, how to get more reviews from the transactions you're already getting, right? Try to add as much value as I can over the course of the next, what, 25 minutes or so, 15 minutes or so. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And then open it up to questions. Does that work for you? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. So, so if you're if you have a screen in front of you, what we're looking at is this is just a web audit. Um, we do these for a cost, but any of the listeners, Mike, we're doing this for you. We're going to give them away for free. All right. Awesome. So go to cast.services. I need you to put in a promo code there of Mike Wall. Okay, all cap one all all uh, one word. Okay, and we'll give you one of these for free. It's a 27-page PDF deep analysis of your current digital presence in your competitive environment. Okay, because I we really want to help. And we'll post the link in the comments, guys, with the instructions. Love it, absolutely. So, really, what we're doing when we're looking at a web audit is we're looking at your competitive analysis, how your best practices marry up to ours, and my favorite, how this is going to make you money. Right, your reviews are a revenue stream. Your website are a revenue stream. I'm never going to stop saying that because so often it's just overlooked. It's ignored. Okay, but I'm going to show you how much money your website could be making you and then some targeting stuff. And so let's just dive in. Right. Some of the stuff we were talking at the very beginning. Can we even find you? Google yourself. I implore you. Google yourself, not yourself and a real estate term and a geographic region, but figure out how how long you have to make that search term to find yourself, because most of the time you're going to be surprised. Okay. Do you have <laughs> is your Google business profile hooked up correctly? Do you have a clickable phone number above the fold? Does your website load in under five seconds? Are you forcing people into a forced registration or a home valuation? If you are, I'd rethink it, okay? And I can explain why I'm on our next podcast, Mike. <laughs> um, are you mobile friendly, all this kind of stuff? And then what we do is we actually run a speed test and a traffic test on your website to show you where you're failing. In 2019, there was a shift at Google where Google said, I care more about mobile sites than I do about desktop. Right, because most of the traffic's coming from mobile. Well, the issue in the real estate space nationwide is all those sites that you're using that are buyer focused. Oh, by the way, they're also built on desktop and they're not optimized for mobile. And so anytime you're running these speed tests and analytics, you're finding you're failing on mobile and you've got a great desktop store. Sorry, Google doesn't care. So that's hurting your SEO, it's hurting your organic traffic. 
And most people don't know, David, these little intricacies are so important and they all add up, right? Oh yeah. It, well, yes, they're extremely cumulative, but they're also a moving target. Yeah. So, and I know the listeners on your podcast, they're probably not full-time tech people. They're right. really professionals. And so that's why it's really helpful to have somebody in your corner to at least give you the information of look over there, right? Yeah. You're absolutely correct because the algorithm, guess what? It's going to change again. <laughs> and, and, and to your point, where a lot of the damage is done is in that ignorance, right? Because most most companies are rolling out template websites built on a desktop, correct? Based on built on a desktop, based off of a copy of an incorrect model, right? Right. Like the next time you pull up a real estate website and it's browse and it'll just block the other way, right? Because it needs to be unique to you. Otherwise, you're just fading in the background, blending in. Right, so that they can continue to steal traffic from you, grab your leads, and then sell them back to you yeah. for a premium. Right? Stop. You've got to start capturing them higher up in the funnel earlier on on page one, two, and three. You've got to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we also talk about we're writing a book on feedback cultivation in the real estate space. That's a fancy way of saying how to get more reviews from your transactions. This yeah. is a huge source of business. Huge. All right. We're working with people that they're they're closing an additional 50 transactions a year from their reviews alone. Yeah. Off your average price point, how much money that would that make you? Mike, quarter million bucks? Easy. 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 Okay, so is it worth it to spend a thousand bucks a month to do something for feedback cultivation to take it seriously? Yeah, probably. That'd probably be the largest ROI generating activity in your entire business model. Yeah, I think anybody would take that ROI. Yeah, <laughs> I would all day long too. Well, some people have. And a lot of times this is free. It's just a matter of let's have a conversation, listen to the podcast. But what, what I'm going to talk about at a very, very high level is how to do it, right? What I would say the first thing is don't use the R word. Don't ask for a review, right? It's very impersonal. It's kind of a slap in the face for somebody that's just made the largest purchase they're ever going to make in their life. What I would rather you do is ask for feedback, right? And from a psychology perspective, when we're looking at consumer behavior in the real estate space, there are typically four to six points of maximum excitement on each side of the transaction, okay? So, and you probably know what they are, but I'm gonna list them out for your listeners, right? The first one is home first goes on the market. They can see it on Zillow, cool, right? And that's exciting, right? They get the first offer, even if it's not the author. Hey, I've got, I've got something somebody wants, right? When they get the author, the author, they're at the closing table, right? They're signing the paperwork. When they've moved into the new house, unpacking boxes, all that kind of stuff, and then a 30, 60, or 90-day retrospective, they're sipping on a glass of wine, money's in the bank, everything's hunky-dory, okay? At each point of maximum excitement, you have the opportunity to ask for feedback. Mm -hmm. So do it, right? Hey, listen, Mike, I know that we got your home listed in record time, and we just got an offer for 5K above. Is there anything we could have done better to make this process smoother for you and your family? Yeah. Oh, right there. But Here's the thing. Don't just send them off into the Netherlands like wondering where to put it. You need to have a premeditated destination of where you want to push them to leave that review. I've got clients that they did rotate quarterly. Hey, it's Zillow quarter. Everything's going to Zillow because they're lacking reviews there in comparison to their competitors, right? And then they go to Google. And so what that means is the headers and footers of your email, right? Your, your text messages, your business cards. I, I'm working with one guy. He's got four sets of business cards. No lie of where he wants to push those reviews for that quarter. And he's got over a thousand reviews on all four major venues, okay? That's yeah. a big deal. His competition has no chance to catch up in the next five years with their current volume, no chance. Yeah. He won, okay? So and you can do that on the buy side as well. And then we can talk about maybe on the next podcast we do together is how we actually document that, how we cross pollinate that, how we involve people into our inner sphere, private Facebook groups, how we incentivize cross pollinate, all of it, right? This is a huge revenue stream that is being completely ignored by 99% of real estate professionals, okay? Or it's, well, I ask after the transaction if I get one, great. Wrong, right? Wrong, right? Um, so we're gonna, how are we doing on time, by the way? We're doing great, man. Keep Woo! going. Uh, we, got, we got another, I mean, we when a show goes this well, I mean, we, we can take it up to the five o'clock hour. I'm not, I'm not opposed yeah. to that. Okay, perfect. So we got the next two and a half hours. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> and you, maybe where you're at, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is one of my favorite pages, not because it's got a bunch of numbers. And for everybody that's just listening to this, all this is is a traffic report of your current website. This is stuff that you guys can look up. There's all kinds of great tools, right? And we'll link to 
our website so you can come and ask questions. We'll help you for free figure this stuff out. We really just want to help. But you got to know, like your kids' names or their birthdays, how much traffic is coming to your website? It's that important because it's going to pay for their college. Okay? Your money, your, your website makes you a ton of money or it doesn't depending on how seriously you take it. Okay, so let's look at this really quick. All this is is a traffic report, and we did something like this for you, Mike. We ran through, hey, this is how many people are coming to your site every single month. I want you to cage your eyes to this number, and it's 3.7K. So it's 3,700 people per month are coming to this real estate website organically on their own volition, their own search terms, right? Not paid search, okay? So we're going to geek out here and run through an equation, an ROI equation of how much money your website can be making you. Okay. And I'm going to do some math on the fly, so I'm probably going to screw up the numbers, but let's push. So, so just perfect on this show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, so let's remember back in the, when we were talking about 15 minutes ago about standard conversion rates for optimized websites, I said 0.5 to 2.5, maybe even 5%. Cool. Let's go on the low end of that. Let's say that you're converting 1% of your traffic, organic traffic into actionable leads. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're doing that, this website we're looking at right now, which is a real website off of a real web, I just scrubbed the name, is making 37, generating 37 organic leads a month. Okay? You tracking? I'm tracking. Cool. Of those 37, what are we talking for conversion rates on hand raisers? People that found you, came to your website, love your value proposition, put in their phone number, name and email address, and raise their hand asking for help. Typically, it's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and this, so I don't want people to confuse this with internet leads through oh. pay-per-click, okay? This is not the same thing, guys. Oh, no. Yeah. No, pay, no, totally different. And they're totally different line items on your P&L. They're totally different cash yeah. conversion cycles. And, and so, and you need to have that understanding of where this stuff is because a lot of people, they don't get it that, oh, I'm paying right. two grand for PPC that are getting me kind of bottom feeder leads because the program's not optimized and I'm driving to a website that doesn't really work. Yeah. Wasting your money. Right, yeah. and we know all know that those those conversion rates are it, even on, on really good sites are are, are one to three percent, right? And so right. That, we don't want to confuse that. This is actually oh. organic traffic, people that sought you out. Yeah, people that are saying sell home fast in my geographic region, or who right. is the top real estate agent in my geographic region, and right. your website comes up, page one, two, or three. That's possible today, right? All over the country and in Canada. Okay, and so. When, when that happens, we got the 37, we've got a 1% registration rate, so we've got 37 leads. You know, I've seen as high as a 30% close rate on organic leads on a 90-day rolling basis, right? So if we span that out over the year, we're talking a 30% conversion rate off of those organic leads. That's that's really, really good. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go further even down and say, let's let's say we're doing one in 15. Mm -hmm. Okay, so much, much lower conversion rate. So if I can convert one in 15 organic leads on a rolling 30-day basis of the 37 that I've got, it means that I'm closing two transactions a month for my website alone. Does that make sense? Does that matter? Okay, great. So what is your average price point, Mike? Let's just say average sale price is 200 grand. That's six grand in, in commissions, right? Yahtzee. So your, your website's making you 12 Gs a month. Great. great. So I can spend two grand a month on my website, whether it's a web developer fine-tuning it, whether it's SEO, whether it's if you want to do the blogging thing, even though it's not ultra-important anymore. Oh, yeah. You have a six-to-one ROI on those activities. Yeah. If you compare that to the other lead sources you've got, it's probably way better. Not only that, you now control the relationship. You've got them for the next five to seven transactions they're going to make over the next 20 to 30 years. Okay? Opposed to, I rented a lead from somebody else, and now I've got to rent it every other time I've got to do a transaction for 35% or whatever that percentage goes to in the next five years, right? That's the important part, the silver lining, okay? And that's the ROI equation on how much money your website could be making you. I, I'm working with people today that their website makes them 50 grand a month. Yeah. Geez, right? Because they honor it. It's tooled well. They do SEO. They're taking it seriously. They don't really need to pay for leads if they don't want to. That's just icing on the cake, right? right? Okay, so as we keep moving, um, we're not going to kind of belabor the fact of these two equations. Um, we've talked about the feedback cultivation. I wanted to pivot really quick and talk about the CRM audit stuff. Let's do it. All right, listen, we're a data company, okay? We are also a real estate consulting company and a tech company, but there is some serious validity in looking into your lead follow-up practices and how they marry up 
with industry standards or our standard, which is the gold standard, which is much higher than industry standards, just because we're snobs when it comes to, to lead follow-up, because it's that important, right? Because even if you get a really good organic lead from that ROI equation that we just did, and you're not following up with it up to industry standards, you wasted the lead. Because in the real estate space, it's really interesting. Consumer behavior research shows if somebody's gonna register on a website, they're going to register on four to six other websites in the next 30 days. So if you don't capture that lead, if you don't get on the phone in the first five minutes, set them up on a safe search and a drip campaign and get in contact with them, they're going straight to your competitor. And guess what? You're paying for your competitors, vacations, company cars, and lunches. So figure it out, right? And this is a big tool, the CRM audit, of how to fix that problem. So for your listeners, what we're looking at here is um, it's kind of a rubric of Speed to lead, variety of attempts, call frequency, safe searches, and drip campaigns. These are all five of these are the core competencies of the real estate professional in 2020. If you're not doing all five of these, we got some work to do. Right, right. These are the this is the foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And so listen, this is a this is a real world audit that we did for an individual who came to us and said, I'm converting pretty well. Okay, I, I have all my stuff together. I've got a, a virtual assistant, I've got an ISA, and we're really happy, but we wanna see where the holes are in our game, okay? So we did a CRM audit for them, humbly, and said, sure, absolutely, let's hop in. What we're gonna do is we'll look at buckets of leads, a sample set of leads that are seven days old, of 30 days old, of 90 days old, we'll go out 10 years, it doesn't really matter. So we're gonna yield 250 to 1,000 data points to show you where you're falling short. And, and the results, this guy was almost in tears. Because what it showed is he had actually flushed about half of his revenue down the toilet year after year after year. Mm -hmm. And his sales manager wasn't doing their job because he didn't have time or the expertise to go in and check on them yeah. to make sure that these things were happening, right? So let's walk through that really quick. And I, I'm going to ask for everybody that's listening to this podcast right now, if you get a new lead in your system, are they getting a phone call in the first five minutes? If not, we got to fix that. Yeah. Are they getting a call, a text, and an email attempt in the first 24 hours? If not, we got to fix that. And here's here's the everybody knows the 10 days of paying, all the different programs. Um, we like to grade to the standard of 10 calls in the first seven days. But if that's five calls in the first 10 days or whatever, that doesn't Are they getting frequent call attempts after they've registered a leads come in your system in the first couple of weeks? Yeah. And this is where we see these first three buckets the most bleeding arterial bleeding across the real estate industry because you get busy and you want to focus only on the leads that you make contact with and then just ignore the other ones and call them a bad lead. Yeah. Right? Wait, let me, let me, let me interject real quick, man. Oh, yeah. the, the thing that comes to mind for me right now, October, early November is really when we start to do our business planning for 2020, right? Or 2021. Right. Yeah. We go back to 2020. Um, but uh, really, I mean, what we're doing right now is we are, we are, we're looking at the sources of business that we currently have. And, and the first thing we're doing is we're saying, how can we optimize that, right? Because that, that way we're not spending a lot of extra money, um, you know, you know, imploring, you know, different, uh, you know, platforms or bringing in new lead sources or whatever that is, right? We're, we're saying, can we get everything we know we can get out of what we already have, right? And I think that's what you're talking about here is that, you know, a lot of people would think just like your guinea pig did here is, hey, we're doing really well. We're converting at a really high rate. And, and if they really looked at it, you know, the truth of the matter is they're probably not. You know what I mean? And so I think it's a really good idea to look at what you're doing right now internally and seeing if there's any way you can optimize your current spend. You know what I mean? And, and what I mean by that is, can you improve on the processes that you have in place right now so you're not throwing away uh, a bunch of money at new technology, having to retrain on it, and so forth and so on. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And it's it's really I've heard it called the data bank. It's not. It's your database. It, you, there's more money sitting right in front of you with leads that you are neglecting. You don't have them set up on safe searches. You don't have them set up on email drip campaigns. You're not calling them, and you're calling them bad leads. Yet they're in your database. If they're in their database, they're not a bad lead. Right. News, right. Pay attention to them. And a lot of, for a lot of, we'll talk to people and say, listen, you do not need any more leads because you've got 5,000 or 50,000 in your database and you're completely neglecting them. 
Stop. Save yourself. What was the old, what was the old Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross quote? The leads aren't shit. You're shit. I, listen, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I, handle, I have personally handled tens of millions of dollars of advertising spend across many, many years and thousands of real estate professionals. Yeah. And that is a fact. But what this also does is this insulates you against market dynamics because everything around you is changing, right? Well, we're real estate professionals. We get distracted by shiny objects. Sure. Oh, it's the next tech that's going to change the entire industry forever. Well, some of that's true. Like when you said the gold rush to web presence or when Facebook, you know, came on the scene, the first people that were using Facebook leads in the real estate space made a killing yeah, yeah. IFTO, the stuff we're, we're toying with, right? It works crazy, but that comes along very rarely. So yes, we need to, we need to show up at the gym and do the work day after day yeah. and stop complaining about the loss. Yeah. It, right. And that comes to doing some soul searching and, and sometimes just having a third party to bounce ideas off of or say, well, actually, this is how it's happening in hundreds of other markets. Yeah. And sometimes technology forces evolution, right? Especially in our space because totally. people are it's a money grab. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's crazy about that is like I've talked to, to people that don't even use their CRM. They're like, oh, no, we don't log actions in our CRM. We don't have follow up campaigns. We don't have people on drips. It's like. How are you even in business? Yeah. How many millions of dollars have you flushed down the toilet? You know what I mean? Because so, and that's a surprisingly large portion of, of, of real estate professionals today. Those people are not going to be in business, right? And which I hate to say, but so the CRM piece, just take a look at it and then look, go through your system and filter by, okay, for the leads that are seven days or younger, am I doing what I need to do? And then for the leads that are 30 days or younger, am I doing what I need to do? And as you'll see the trend for this, we went to 90 days, 180 days, 365 days, is that they're doing about a fifth to a third of what they should be doing, right? But this is, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who's, I can tell you you're sick and get out of my office. It's I'm going to tell you you're sick and I'll give you the prescription to get well, right. right? Sometimes it's training. Sometimes it's technology. Sometimes it's just a swift kick in the pants, you know, to like, oh, I need to pay attention to this, right? And now's the time as we enter the holiday season and things potentially slow down a little bit to look at your internal processes and your technology and your website and say, am I performing as well as I can, right? And that's where you need to be. Yep. Okay. Love it, love it, love it, man. What's the, what, what, you know, for you guys right now, because one of the things I do know um, is, you know, there's a lot of, you guys have a lot of demand right now. And you guys I know are, are um, you know, you, you're, you're, this is going to be something that I think where, I don't want to say this is the next gold rush, but th this to me is a really big, um, it's, it's, it's a big opportunity in that I don't think, People are having you look at the left hand right now while the right hand's doing all the work. And we're, we're as real estate agents, myself included, we are missing the boat. We're just missing the boat, man. And 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 that's one of the reasons I felt fortunate enough to come across you uh, in that we are, you know, we're in the in the midst of evaluating everything that we're doing right now. And we want to try to improve. We want to try to get a leg up on our competition. Sure. And we know right now that by and large, most of the real estate agents. Um, and brokerages are still focused on buyer traffic, and mm -hmm. and and we're going to start to pivot. We are we're going to make uh, we're going to start making some headway in that seller space. And let's face it, guys. I mean, who he who owns the listings in this market? They own the market, right? They own the you know they own you. If you have all the listings, Zillow is hiring people to sell your listings. You know what I mean? So that that's the reality of where we're at right now. So I just I hope people understand the the impact that this conversation between you and I could ultimately have on their business if they just decide to sit down and focus just for a moment and, 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 and do the web audit, do, you know, do the CRM audit and see where you stand right now. It's absolutely. not clear. And, and, and David is rolling this out absolutely free for you and your team. And it's, I'm, when I mean free, I mean free. Like we have an entire department dedicated to giving away free stuff because we believe in it, right? Like there's no strings attached. Just come in, be honest with us, go through the process, sit down for an hour in front of a screen share and let me show you all the chinks in your armor and all the chinks in your competitor's armor so that you can be informed and walking into 2021 with this clear sight picture of, wow, I've got a lot of work to do or wow, I'm in a really good spot. But it's yeah. like having that cognitive insurance policy, you know you're taken care of because the market in the next 36 months is gonna change, I think, more than people realize. 
billions and billions of dollars are pouring into the real estate industry because, Mike, the real estate industry is the largest segment of the U.S. economy, which means it's the largest segment of the global economy. And people are just starting to turn on their radars and realize, wow, there is a lot of money to be had here. And that's that's where I want to equip you guys with the tools, the technology, and the strategies to be able to fight people that are coming to take your lunch. Absolutely love it, my man. Let, listen, let's let you know, I know there's some guys and gals out there thinking right now that they, you know what, I know I need to do this. I, I knew before I listened to this show, I needed to do this. Yeah. What's the best way to get in touch with you, my man? Yeah, so our website is cast, C-A-S-T dot services. That's it, cast dot services. Any, first of all, spend a few minutes to learn about us. I think you're gonna love us, right? But we've got a great team, we've got an advisory board, we do a ton of crazy research, but any of the contact forms on any of the pages to contact us, yep, you just click on one of those, it'll push you to a lead form, and just put in, hey, listen to the Mike Wall podcast, want a free audit, give us your contact yeah. information, our team will reach out, set you up on a phone call, and do a little quick interview, we'll do the audit, we'll have you done in a month, okay? I will personally deliver the results to every single one of the people that register from this podcast. So you can hear my voice and see my face, okay? Awesome, awesome. And give us a quick plug for the book, my man. I love it, so <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, we write a lot, right? So we've got three books in process right now, but SEO for real estate agents in a hurry. This is essentially how to show up on page one, two, and three organically using battle proven strategies, okay? And uh, we can, we're actually giving away the first chapter for free. If you go to the uh, publication section of our website in the upper toolbar, you can download this first chapter for free. If you like it, buy the book. Great. Um, this is myself and our director of SEO, director of search marketing, John Cass, who wrote the book. And then we've got a couple of other eBooks and white papers that are coming out this year that we can talk about on our next podcast video. Okay. Absolutely, man. Love Absolutely. it. Well, you know, as usual, I love sharing these stories week after week because I know this show is literally changing agents' financial lives, my own included. Do me a favor. If you know someone that might enjoy the podcast, please, please, please share it with them. And if you like the podcast, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. If you like Mr. David Tam's episode today, make sure you go and leave us a five-star review. It's been a killer, killer, what, 53 minutes? Like, we could go on for another hour, but this has been really good stuff. Don't forget to visit MikeWallLive.com where you can get – eight hours of absolutely free real estate business training. For David Tam, this is Mike Wall, and we are putting a bow on this one. Thank you so much, David. You bet. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye. You too.